wondered what this podcast would be like if everything was the same, but we were also all high on weed? Well, you're in luck because on 420, we're doing a live JBU 420 spectacular where myself and Allison will be high. And Melissa. Melissa's getting high too. We're all getting high, baby. We're having the time of our lives. So if you go to our Eventbrite link in the description of this episode, you will be able to watch live our show. We will have some amazing special guests. And also you will be able to watch a video of the episode for seven days afterwards if you can't make it at that exact time. So with your ticket, you will get to watch live if you want to, or you'll be able to watch later if you want to. Tickets are only $13 and you will get the most unfiltered access to JBU of all time. I'm very worried about what I'm going to say. I'm not. I get real loose. It's going to be so fun. Uh, <laughs> please join us on 420. It's at 5.30 p.m. PST. You won't want to miss it. Uh, this is not an episode that's going to go up in the feed. So you got to see it that day or for seven days afterwards with your ticket. And then it's bye bye because we are not liable for what we say. I'm, I'm going to probably sing a lot. Maybe <laughs> dance. <laughs> Forever. Dog. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite <laughs> weekly deep dive into Reddit. <laughs> uh, the, the title of this show is very clever, um, and the content is all over the place, so it's very exciting. I'm Gabe Dunn. I'm Allison Raskin. I'm Melissa Diamond Mont. And I just want to say thank you to Allison for putting all of this together. Because uh, I forgot to do a bunch of stuff and Allison put together all these links for Reddit. So I really appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. So we've got some really, really fun um, deep dives for people. There is a, a Reddit called Found Paper. I love that um, one. And you knew about this? I love Found Paper. You've heard of it before right now? Yes. Oh, wow. All right, well, if you're not in the know like me, um, it is photographs of found pieces of paper, exclamation mark, with writing on them. It's really sweet. It's like people finding like like random love letters or grocery lists or it's so interesting to me to see what people have written down. I don't know. I don't know why I love it. I just love it. Because you're nosy. Yeah, the description says, look for paper, make every day a scavenger hunt. Appreciate the forgotten artifacts of everyday life. Share any paper that you found on the ground, stuck in some bushes, or between cans of soup at the store, <laughs> for example, and you do not know who wrote it. Love letters, doodles, interesting to-do or grocery lists, notes from the past. Share your discovery with us. Yeah. Um, and there's 175,000 finders is the name of what they and call 90 people are keeping their eyes peeled which means that they're currently on reddit is what i believe yeah right that's mm -hmm. what that statistic yes means? yes it does there's a little green dot next to it okay i found have you ever found a paper no i found um i got a book from a book uh, uh like a used bookstore or i ordered it and i opened it up and there was a note inside that was like Dear Professor So-and-so, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. I really like this like long note. And then it was like signed like Kathleen 1994 or something. 
And I she put felt, the eight. She put the year. I think like she put the date and the year at the top. Sometimes oh, people do that on cards <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I was like. I feel this person. Like, I was like this. I just felt so connected to humanity because I was like, everybody is just like doing their. I like anything that reminds me that the world is moving outside of myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> that this was really important to this person at this time to write this note to this professor and what was their relationship? And like, I don't know. It just, and I maybe Kathleen's completely forgotten about it, but. I don't know. I just like it. It makes me feel like warm and fuzzy for some reason. Do you guys keep um, like cards and stuff? Do you have like a sentimental drawer or box in your home? I do keep cards. I do. I usually put them up on my refrigerator, but I'll eventually put them away. In a special place? Uh, They go in a drawer. I wouldn't say it's necessarily special, but there's other things in it, but but you could still refer to that as your sentimental drawer. No. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> I don't like I, have, I don't um, like the word I don't like the word sentimental being put on me. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh why? Mm, makes me sound weak. <laughs> <laughs> and you it's guys so act funny like because <laughs> yeah, you guys I, act like I'm so whatever. I'm so like unfeeling. Where's I Melissa? know who I am. <laughs> I don't think that you're unfeeling, and I don't think you're unfeeling either. You're pretty emotional. You're very to be emotional. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I realize that like some people like don't like showing weakness, um, and I have absolutely no problem with it. But I, I don't like vulnerability. I don't want to be I, vulnerable. I can be vulnerable. I can be weak. I can ask for help. Just like take care of me like I'm a baby. That's my new thing. <laughs> goo goo gaga. No, I hate being vulnerable. I I have <sighs> acting like something bothers me is a nightmare. Letting people know that something like letting people know that I my feelings are hurt is a full nightmare. Okay. I was going to say, because you do talk about things that bother you a lot, but letting <laughs> them know that your feelings hurt, that's that's different. Oh, having hurt feelings? Forget it. Yeah, that's different then. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I want all the help I can get. Pretty much <laughs> anywhere, anyone, anytime. <laughs> I keep uh, cards, but only from people who have passed away. Okay, moving on. But how do it, you what, know? Everybody's going to eventually pass sense. away. So because I found except them. for me. I just I because I went through and I had kept a lot of stuff and then I got rid of a lot of stuff, but I kept the things that were from my grandmothers and from my uncle who passed. So I keep I keep stuff like I got rid of some stuff, but I kept stuff from people who and sometimes I keep stuff from my parents just in case. Yeah, I have a drawer in my office that I just throw stuff in. So I'll put a card out. We get a card, put it out, have it out a couple of days. Then it goes a cu- just a couple drawer. days. I've got have stuff up on my refrigerator from like November. I know, on my really? fridge. I, I don't have, put things on my fridge. Why? I don't know. I don't have any magnets. Oh, oh well, now see, I know the, to get you. I had, um, I used to be part of a plant club and they would send me a new plant every month and they'd send a magnet with the picture of the plant on it. So I have a lot of magnets from that. Oh, wow. Cute. I just unlocked a memory, which was when I was with my ex-fiance. We had all these photos of us up on the refrigerator, and it was so lovely. And then he left. But that's life, baby. 
ups and downs. What happened to those magnets? What I did was when um, he left me and then um, I was going to go to New York and he was going to come get all this stuff while I was gone. I put all of the photos. I think I hid them somewhere so that one day he would uncover them and realize what he'd lost. <laughs> so you gave him the mag, but you gave him the magnets too? Oh, what happened to the magnets? I don't know. Maybe I did keep them and it didn't survive the move. I don't know. I, I, if you asked me right now to find a magnet in my home, I don't think I could. But that okay. doesn't mean that there aren't here. Okay. Got if it. only you had one magnet and you could go around looking for the other magnets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I keep – I also keep uh, – I, I have old letters from, from old lovers, former lovers. So do I. I do Really? Too. Yeah. And it's not like I wouldn't say again. It's not sentimental, but more so blackmail in case something happens. <laughs> okay. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always feel comfortable just sharing about herself, but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before. So I'm so excited for that. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code JUSTBETWEENUS at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code JUSTBETWEENUS for 10% off today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Let me share one of these papers that was found, okay? 
So this person took a photo of a paper that just says, do not move in red ink. And then the, the heading of the post just says, instructions unclear. I've been stood here three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read one? Oh, yeah. Okay. It says, you stupid fucking cunt. Don't you ever deny me time for your girlfriend. What does that mean? <laughs> Do you think know. they left that on the wrong car? Because, right, that's one of the rules is you can't you can't read a note by someone you know. No, yeah. I think I mean, maybe it's on they just car. saw it. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. just saw it on they somebody's saw it. car. Yeah. Yeah. As they wow. were passing by. Somebody wrote on a dollar bill, butthead. <laughs> I love when people write on money. I love when I get a dollar and it has writing on it. I don't even care if it's a Bible verse. I love it. You know, one time when I was a kid, I was in a hotel room and I checked the Bible and there was cash in there. <gasps> oh, yeah, that's God, a thing. Did you think God was real? I know God is real. I love <laughs> money. But that's the thing, though, is that you're like, it's like if you if you have extra money, then you put it in a Bible in a hotel room in case somebody doesn't have money. And then it's kind of like a pain for it. So everybody like leaves money in it. Wow. What? Yeah. I feel terrible because I took the money and I've never left money. Now you have to do it. Oh, my God. But I did for years afterwards, I feel like, check the Bibles to see if there was more money. And that's how they got you. And now you're Christian. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I'm a Jew for Jesus. I'll give you that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What would you guys do if you found out that, like, for the last couple of years, I'd been a full-blown Jew for Jesus? I'd be surprised at how you kept it to yourself because you don't keep anything to yourself. And you also don't really, like, practice Like yeah, when anything. were you doing this exactly? Yeah, <laughs> at after nine p.m. when everyone thought I was asleep. Okay, well, <laughs> welcome. Jesus was a Jew. Um, I will say that I do keep some things to myself, but it's been really nice that I have this um this sort of image of someone who doesn't keep anything to themselves, which actually makes me the perfect secret keeper. I um am a very open book, so. That's no, you lie. That's a complete lie. You don't tell according us anything. To who? According to who? You don't you tell, tell us, us things anything. when you decide that we've earned it. Exactly. Yeah. Once we get to the specific chapter, then I share it. I it's open arbitrary, it up to though. You. To us, we don't know. <laughs> We're not reading the book. I know. It's my own game. Well, it's I have about a lot of secrets, me. too. Okay. I don't I, think you do. I do. I have so many. One okay, time tell me I was, one. <laughs> one time I was with my ex. Did I tell you this? I was with my ex and we were fighting and my ex was like, um, my ex was like, well, it's just hard because like, you know, you, you talk so much. I know everything about you. I know everything about what you're doing and all this stuff. And I earlier that day, something had happened and I went, you don't know everything about me. Today I got hit by a bike. <laughs> but X was like, what? And I was like, that's right. Earlier this morning, I went outside and I was hit by a bike and I didn't tell anyone. Well, but now you have. And you fell for my bait as well. Which was to tell you a secret? Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are things that we didn't know before, so. I'm just saying the only thing that I had as like my my card, my was that you've been card, hit by a bike? That Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. How did such a thing happen? Did they apologize to you? Was it a child? No. 
I, so my ex, we went to see a movie. We went to see Don't Worry Darling with Francesca Ramsey. And afterwards we were outside and we were talking to her for a while. And then we all went to the parking garage. And then uh, we realized, my ex realized that they had left the car keys in the theater. So we couldn't get to the car. So we raced back up to the theater and it was closed. So we were (gasps) like, fuck. So we couldn't get to the, we couldn't drive the car. So we took an Uber home and then we're like, we'll just get the car tomorrow morning. It was so annoying. Then they were like, I'll go get the car in the morning. Then in the morning, they were like, I don't want to go get the car. And I was like, fine. So I went to go get the car and I Ubered and I got out and it was downtown and I got out of the Uber and I was so focused on like getting across the street to the, to get the keys that I opened the Uber, the Uber drove away. And then I just started walking across the street and I walked across the bike lane and the bike slammed into me. Oh my God. And then the guy just got like, kind of righted himself and then was mad at me well yeah you're not supposed to be in a bike lane yeah it was bad timing i wasn't standing in the bike lane but um, you were just walking yeah but then i was so uh focused on getting the car keys and everything ran ran up to the theater got the keys got the car was driving the car back and only when i was driving the car back did i go i got hit by a bike pretty hard (laughs) adrenaline baby That's so wild because if I, if my partner had left keys somewhere and then it subsequently resulted in me being hit by a bike, you better believe they would hear about that. No, I was so, I, I, it only like later that night I was like, cause I was at the point in the relationship where I'm like, I'm keeping things to myself. So I was like, so I was like, you don't know everything about me. I was hit by a bike earlier. And then we started laughing and then we like made up because it was such a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. Well, we all well have how's secrets. that relationship now? Ended. <laughs> Absolutely over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of shit talking, um, I wanted to share from this subreddit called Shit Mom Groups Say. Oh, which no. I know. Yeah. So I think it's people making fun of mom groups. Ugh. Right? So it's share the drama, essential oils cure all, anti vax showdown, cat fight over circumcised dicks. Oh, that's confusing. We're here to judge the no judge culture of the internet mom groups. So (laughs) are these groups from Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like finding posts on Facebook and in other mom groups and then ripping it to shreds on Reddit. Well, also, the circumcised dicks thing is that, like, that, like, they argue, parents always argue, it's like, is this genital mutilation? Is this religious rights? Like, you know what I mean? So people get real up oh. arms about it. Okay. Versus wanting to possess a, one specific circumcised. <laughs> yes. Which is what you thought was happening. Yeah. I thought it was just like, I thought it was just like moms fighting over men. I don't know. <laughs> They're very descriptive about it for some reason. Okay. <laughs> So this was posted 20 days ago, and the title said, Her daughter is 19. I'd be mortified if a group of over 30,000 knew this about me. So we have to assume this was posted um, on a mom group with over 30,000 members. Um, So some of it's cut off, but it starts around, We've always had a very honest and open relationship. She even told me she's never had to hide anything from me because she feels that comfortable telling me everything regardless if I get upset or not. Mm. She knows she can trust me and she knows I don't go all crazy psycho mom on her trying to control her. Mm. 
Anyways, my baby lost her V card last night. No. A bunch of exclamation marks. No. Why do you care that much? Okay, keep going. I had a feeling when I seen her walk in the house. I just knew it. That's very weird to me. Creepy. I, why is. would a mom know that? Creepy. Yuck, yuck, yuck. But I didn't want to push her into telling me. So I made a few silly comments and we laughed them off. Let it be at that. My husband goes to shower and get ready for bed and all that. She comes to me, sits next to me, and is like, Mom, guess what? I was like, I knew it. A cry uh. laughing emoji. We had a long talk about her experience. She told me basically everything, lol. We also had a long talk about getting on BC. She definitely is looking at non-hormonal options. We talked for a couple hours about this whole subject of her losing her V. She met him on a dating site. They talked for a bit. He came down to see her. They hung out for a bit. And well, yeah, dot, dot, dot. This is, I'm so deeply uncomfortable. I'm mortified at this. This is, (laughs) why, why would a mom care this much? It's I also like, and then you post it publicly. That's what with I'm your, saying. With your it's, name, so people know who you're talking about. It's fine. It's fine if you have this. I mean, I don't think it's fine if you have this kind of relationship. And I'm going to talk about it. But uh, it's let's say it's fine. You have this relationship, but posting it is what's not fine. When she told me she was going on a casual date with him yesterday, I already knew what that meant, but didn't want to overthink it. Mm. LOL. She showed me his IG shared what info she knew about him with me. He's in the medical field. He was very respectful and so on. She even screenshot his plates to his car and sent them to me. Her choice. She shared her location with her three besties so they knew where she was. I'm so sad my baby is a woman now. No. Very conflicting information from earlier. But I'm also so happy she chose to share this very important experience with me. And I'm even more happy that her first time was a great experience for her. Y'all, I'm all kinds of emotional. I've, okay, I don't believe this because I'm sorry. What kind of 19-year-old has just been saving herself for a casual date with some older medical field guy she met on an app? Like, why did she decide with this guy to lose her virginity at age 19? Oh, I believe that. It could have been. I could could believe that part. Because did it say in here that he was older? Uh, no, it didn't. But I, I fully believe because he could people be like a nurse or something. Like, yeah, people just he decide. Can't already be a nurse at nineteen. I'm just yeah, saying you can. that if you, if you graduate college early, but you could you be graduate. like, you don't have to like being a nurse. You don't necessarily have to go to college. You can go to nursing school where you do like the or he got two he years, sells, baby. He sells medical equipment. He's just yeah, in the medical yeah. field. Okay, so maybe he's also 19. I'm just yeah. saying I, this to, This rings really true to me. I totally get it. I think I understand anybody who would want to do this. They just want to go. They want to get it over with. They don't really care that much. Like they maybe they felt the vibe with this person. Like that. that is believable. What is, what is conflicting you, you're right, is that, okay, there's this weird thing where parents feel that they have ownership, some sort of ownership over their child's body. And it's this thing that I see a lot. And I also have like looked into it a lot and it's called like covert incest or um, emotional incest. And I can't watch Gilmore Girls without thinking about it. And it's basically like this mother-daughter relationship or or child-parent relationship where they feel that they 
because the child is their child, they own part of their body. Their body is mm -hmm. theirs. So they're entitled to know everything about it, to uh, have opinions on it, to like, you know, it, basically this woman views her daughter as an extension of herself. So it's like, whatever that is, she's, she's kind of led that led to her daughter thinking that that is healthy. And I'm not saying it's bad to have a close relationship, but I'm saying like the lines of friend and mother are too blurred. And like what's happening is too entwined, too enmeshed. And I'm also, and I'm only saying that too, because one, she felt like she could share this with the group. So that means that she feels that this is her virginity in some way as well, right? My baby, my, you know, like the thing of, of ownership over your child's body, ownership enough that you can actually share this without, without like any regard. Like it's, it's almost your own secret now because your child is your property. Then I'm so sad my baby is a woman. Again, she's sad. This is about her. This is her baby. Like, I just think there's this weird thing that happens where, like, there, there's an inability to differentiate your child from yourself. And I think that's very toxic. This um, responder wrote, I did not have a healthy relationship with my mother, and I could have seen her doing something like this. They could just be really close, but in my case, my mother had manipulated me into believing she was the only person I could trust and treated us like we're best friends and I had to tell her everything. I could have seen myself telling my mom about losing my virginity as a teen. I could also have seen her telling her friends or posting in social media as a way to embarrass me. By the time I was 18, I had started pulling away from her and she was desperate to get back in to the point of checking my phone and following me under the guise of a protective parent. Meanwhile, she couldn't have cared less about my life. She really just needed to own and control me. It was incredibly unhealthy. Not saying that's this situation with the OP, but I'm 100% and I'm 100% not the expert on on healthy mother-daughter relationships. This brings back bad memories. Yeah. I mean, I think like there's a there's a comment here about a girl who's got her period and the mother like told the entire family. And like I think that is a really tough thing. For a lot, I mean, you see it a lot with like oversharing on the internet. Like, I think it's a really tough thing where parents have to let go and realize that their child is not a funny thing that happened to them. Like, I don't like, like, like posting being like, oh my God, my kid's diaper was explosive today. Like your child is their own person. Your child is not a funny or amusing thing that happened to you. I know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, if I have a kid, they're going to give me such good content, but I'm going to have to respect their privacy. And you have to. What a struggle. I, you have to. <laughs> that's I mean, wild. My, I, I feel like that's wild coming from you because you always talk about not putting your kids on the internet. I know. And I won't. But I'm just saying, I'm sure there'll be times where I'm like, oh, my God, this content. Right. This would this would blow up. This would go you viral. You could share it on Reddit and nobody and an anonymous account. Yeah, but I want that monetary gain. <laughs> I want I want that money and notoriety. Oh my god. It's funny <laughs> that I'm like I, like I just think like I had a really bad experience where my mom told uh her friends something that I had told her in confidence when I was a kid and I and I bring it up it's been 25 years. <laughs> are you talking about are you talking about the, 
the curse. I mean, the crush you had on somebody. Yes, and I. It has. You've told us him. numerous. It times. just tells. You tell us about it all the time because it has affected. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, like, if it's a, if any other moms can learn from this, please do. Yeah, a lot of the comments seem to be that the take is that it's just like not okay that she posted it, which I exactly. totally agree with. But yeah, I also um, and then a lot of of, of flagging emotional enmeshment. Exactly. Emotional enmeshment. Yes. I find um, all right. it icky <laughs> that you think that having sex makes you a woman. Yes, that I don't like. There it is. People were saying, why are people so obsessed with virginity? And I agree. All right, I think we've got time for one more. Um, there's a subreddit called Humans Are Metal, and it's people doing badass and impressive things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this one post is about, I can't pronounce this man's name, but it's about Pino Puglisi. Giuseppe Pino Puglisi. Puglisi was a Roman Catholic priest in Palermo, Italy who worked to keep neighborhood kids from joining the mafia. On his 56th birthday, he was shot at point-blank range outside of his home. His murder was ordered by a local mafia boss. One of the hitmen who killed Puglisi later confessed and revealed the priest's last words as the killer's approached were, I've been expecting you. One of the comments says he worked for the mafia and he hates competition. He ignored worse crimes than his competitors. Mm. The mafia. Okay. Wait, what? Like that. He worked for the mafia and was keeping kids out of the mafia, a different mafia and a family Mm -hmm. or something. And keeping kids out of the mafia was actually a secret way to like get rid of competition. But I don't know. Oh man. That's much sadder. Okay. But here, no, well, here's the thing. I, I don't know about, I didn't know about this guy. Although maybe that's not true because some uh, now when I look him up, it says that he was someone who openly challenged the mafia who controlled his neighborhood. And they did. Yeah, so, I'm looking too. Yeah. you. You got to yeah. fact check stuff you see on Reddit. Yeah, and you then, just like completely accepted what this random no, person I was said just, probably as a joke. I was going to look it up. Well, <laughs> I OK, I like uh, learning about mafia stuff. I know that um, some people don't like the glorification of it in media, which I totally understand. Uh, But even when I lived in Boston, my freshman year, I wrote a big term paper about the Irish mob and about Whitey Bulger uh, Mm -hmm. and about like um, the search for him, which he hadn't been found yet. And, uh, and like at the time, the movie, the departed had just come out. So everyone was talking about the Irish mob, the Irish mafia, South Boston, that kind of thing. And I think I, I think I fell into finding it cool, definitely. <laughs> but I was like 18. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's something about a mafia story that is just always going to be interesting to me. I mean, I think that this is like 
very interesting story of this man standing up to it and like to be that brave in the face of your death. I mean, I, I feel mixed about bravery, right? Because I think we like, we exalt it and like, it, you know, we praise people for it, but like some people are brave and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, what a, what a, I always think about like, how will I feel right before I die? And I, I will probably just be panicked. <laughs> Where's this man? It Same depends man. on, you know, the way that I die. You know, if I'm sleeping, I might be No matter sleeping. how I die, I'm going to be screaming. What if In you're your sleeping? At the top of my lungs. Yeah, I might, as I go to bed, I'm just, I mean, ah! she's gone. We lost her. You think, no matter who, the scenario. Who is saying that? Who is saying she's gone, we lost her? You know, the head priest for Jews for Jesus. That was a good one. That was wow, a good you one, got Allison. us there. You really got us there. You really okay. got us there. Because if right, it's a I- priest, you're not just a Jew for Jesus. You're also a Catholic Jew for Jesus. Yeah, I'm the most. I'm the most amped for Jesus that you can be. <laughs> the most amped for Je- title of the episode. Oh okay, we've got to play Reddit or Not, where we try to stump Reddit with something we think has never been talked about on Reddit before, and every week we fail. Um, whose turn is it? Gabe, is it your turn? I think so. You got anything? Yeah. Okay. Um, Peppa Pig is okay. communist propaganda. Oh, interesting. Peppa Pig branded at branded a communist and bizarre children's book ad in late stage capitalism. That one was I easy. love late stage capitalism. Yeah, there's tons of stuff on here about Peppa Pig being communist propaganda. Mm-hmm. I need a communist analyst of Peppa Pig. Communism is when Peppa what? Pig and there's a whole thing and shit liberals say Peppa Peppa communists, and that's in communism memes. Like there's a there's a bunch. Yeah, Whoa. people really think it's it's uh Peppa Pig branded a communist in bizarre's in bizarre children's book ad. That's the one I read, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. this. I guess I have to watch more Peppa Pig. Wait, so you didn't know anything about Peppa Pig being accused of being a communist? No. I just guess where'd you pull <laughs> that from? Oh, okay. Um I just guess that's really weird. Oh, well, Alex bought a shirt that says Daddy Pig um, because it, and it's a picture of Daddy Pig. Uh, oh, from Peppa we're Pig. Gotcha. Perverts. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was thinking about it and then I was like, how could people get like so mad about something for children? Do people, do people, can you type in Cocoa Melon communist? Oh, Cocoa Melon. I you think they it. think it's communist? Have you ever watched an episode of Coco Melon? Yes. Why is it, is it blatantly communist? No, it just feels off. There's something about Coco Melon that I don't trust. Not communism though. I do not like the look of this Coco Melon. <laughs> it's weird. Like I I would like you to watch just 5 minutes of an episode. It's there's something going on and children are so enthralled by this show. They all look like they're just dead behind the eyes. They all kind of just hover when they move. And the singing is atrocious. Oh, wow. Wow. 
Uh, now we all learned about all the communist uh, propaganda in children's shows. That's definitely real and a, a serious threat. Now I feel like the title <laughs> what of this. The- oh, what is it? <laughs> Euphoria is Coco Melon for 18 to 25 year <laughs> women. <laughs> And you know what? I agree. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. We have another brand new episode of the full Just Between Us podcast coming out this Wednesday and another deep dive into Reddit on Monday. So ta-ta, baby. Bye-bye. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond Monts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Also, you can follow this podcast at Just Between Us Pod on TikTok and at JBU Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'm on Instagram now at Gabe S. Dunn. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Raskin. And on TikTok at, at Allison Raskin Baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gun. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us. Forever. Forever.